Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, it is Monday, you know what that means, it's me, your boy Big Tasty, I'm here for another Untitled Wrestling Podcast AEW Dynamite Review, the three man booth is back, it's here to stay, maybe, uh, I've got Aaron Statman Sutcliffe, Aaron how's it going mate? It's alright, it's Monday, you know what that means. Cranky right. Aaron's back. Let's yeah, go. Upset, upset Aaron. <laughs> Monday, Monday. Aaron, Aaron's basically Garfield. I, do you like lasagna? Yeah, I like lasagna. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined by Jay. How's it going, Jay? I'm all right. Thanks, mate. Well, we drank too much stout last night. Yeah, we did. So that's why Monday's just Monday's just the day we do these now, apparently, because we all just get hammered over the weekend. No, like now that lockdown's finished, like the gloves are off and it's just, yeah. It just doesn't happen anymore on Sunday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, right, so I'm on the rampage notes. I'll go back to Dynamite. So we'll start with Dynamite because, you know, that happened first and that's normally how these things work. Um, started out with a bit of, bit of CM Punk coming out. Uh, so I saw a story today and I, I didn't read it. I just got to scroll past it on Twitter because Facebook's dead. So I had to do on my Twitter today. Um, and basically said the basic security have told CM Punk not to jump into the crowd anymore. Yeah, I, I thought it was just for that arena. It was just there. That, that's it. what they said on AEW. It was just the arena one like, there. Mate, this is like upstate New York. They will fucking kill you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you see being the elite this week, um, the, the young books got the car broken into as well. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Wow. I'm not saying yeah. crime is rife in upstate New York, but yeah, well, maybe. It, it, was, it was kind of karma because he said it happened to another wrestler and like the... This other wrestler didn't name them, but he said they found a homeless person walking around with the shoes on near the car. <laughs> and, and then they laughed, they laughed at said wrestler and then got the car broken into themselves. <laughs> wow. Maybe uh, maybe all the crowd are carrying those piss of knives the Undertaker used to have. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why he got Arn Anderson cut the pro when we did. No, we'll get I mean, we'll get onto that in a bit. Jesus Christ. Arn Anderson was maybe just playing, yeah, he just toughed it up because he was in the area. He just felt the crime. Anyway, Maybe it was on shoes that was taken. <laughs> so first up, then we have um, a match. I really thought they build a little bit more. I mean, I'm glad they gave it to us, but I, I thought this would be like maybe a pay per view. But um, when they finally did this, uh, we got Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. That means we would have had to wait like three months. I feel I mean, yeah, I feel like they're probably gonna. Oh, it's like next month, mate. <sighs> Still ages away. We can't be dealing with that. We want Adam Cole just in the ring. That's all we want. You just want Adam Cole having bangers with everybody. Exactly. <laughs> That's all we want. Why not the we first one? We don't want to cut his hair. We don't want to make him a manager. We don't want to change his name to Cole Adams. We just want to fucking have Adam Cole just do nasty things to people. Cole Cool ba- ba- Adams in. Bay Bay Adams. <laughs> Baby Adam. Baby Adam. Adam. Adam the baby Vince just wanted him to come out in a fucking nappy. <laughs> we'll make him a baby. Baby spelled B E B E. 
comes out of baby from Dirty Dancing. Oh, God. <laughs> he, can with, he can come up with Fandango. Fandango is back now, isn't he? So. Yeah. It's just Dango. D- Dirty Dango, no. Dirty Dango. Yeah, he can come up with Dirty Dango and they can do, like, like watermelon stuff. I don't know. I've, I've seen that film. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, Adam Cole just gets... Like the loudest reaction when he comes out. His, I mean, the music, the music slaps, so it's not hard, is it? You know. No. I saw someone make a comment on um on social media earlier this week, and they said like AW really made it easy for the crowd to get hyped at the start of the show. Like the first three themes you hear are cult of personality, Adam Cole's one, and then Baltimore. And it's like yeah. Jesus Christ! If you want to get the fans on side, singing along, like that's how you do. It. That's that's the one, two, three that you give them at the start of the show. So I, I have a question, right, before you go into the matches. Right. Just crowd signs. There's a, a very sketchy one at this point before the match started. I think it was when CM Punk came out, actually. Um, Uncle Carl raped Keith. It's just as CM Punk is... Oh, yeah, like, I saw that. I've got nothing for it. I don't know. You've got nothing? No. I, I no, don't... I there was also a weird atomic kitten sign too, which is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Kerry Katona, big in Rochester. Who'd, who'd have thought? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, uh, obviously, um, to point out, this is this show did take place in Rochester, New York. This is the show that Brody Lee and Matt Hardy were supposed to debut on last year. They got pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Uh, there were huge numbers of Brody Lee um, signs in the crowd, which was great to see. Of course. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. There was some cool Brody Lee stuff happened later that we'll talk about. Um, yeah, we'll, I mean, this match, I don't want to go into the detail of it too much, but it absolutely banged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice little play on commentary where Tony goes, I can't stand Adam Cole. He's a jerk. Just carrying that fucking rivalry of Tony Schiavone Tony, Tony, Tony Adam, Cole. Adam Cole is the real feud of Tony <laughs> Yeah. See if you'd really want to see. That, that's why we're not getting a call vs. Jungle Boy at full gear facing Tony. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a fight in a spa. Who gets to be a BFF with Brit? Who gets to go on spa days with Brit? Uh, CM Punk also sets up a Lloyds of London policy for him and the commentary table. And the table. Yeah, he's, he's the, the table, table. yeah. <laughs> well, cheeky Rick, Rick Rude joke for the boys there. Yeah. Oh, good Lloyds of London, eh? Um, so yeah, so the crowd, like, I mean, they're, they're behind, they're, they're big on Jungle Boy, but they're also quite big on Adam Cole as well at the start of this match. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be, aren't you? <laughs> it's Adam Cole. Like, what's it gonna, <laughs> you can't, you can't boo Adam Cole. It's just impossible. You could like, you could kick on Anderson to death in the middle of the ring, and people would still be alright with him. I mean, he, he did get booed at the end of the match. Yeah, that's true. Which, to be fair, was like it was. It was good though because it was like the way that the story was told. It was like they were, regardless of like Colby and the heel, they were having a competitive match, and they were like, like he, he left the elite in the back, Jungle Boy left Jurassic Express in the back. Yeah, it almost like they started out like trying to do like an honourable like sort of straight fight, and then obviously Cole just got a bit frustrated and started taking shortcuts. Yeah. Um, so the match, the match itself, was really good. Got with these spots. Um, Adam Cole teases a Panama Sunrise the outside. Oh, oh. It didn't hit if Jungle Boy moved out the way, but it would have been filth if he'd have hit that. Yeah. Jungle Boy would have been the boy to just go, I fuck it, there, why not? <laughs> uh, Jungle Boy he did, gives. He did one on um, Cool Kyle, didn't he, actually? Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not there yet, mate. Uh, I dickhead about that. 
Um, Irrelevant. When Jungle Boy <laughs> went for like a dive through the ropes and Cole just like punched him in the face as he came through. It was pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, a bit later, um, Jungle Boy gave Cole a Hurricane Rana to the outside off the top yeah, rope. From the inside, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Um, CM Punk states on commentary, Adam Cole's the type of guy who would listen to his own theme at the gym, but yep. never let it finish. Absolute, absolute, hundred <laughs> percent truth there. Um, he got that spot on. Um, Adam Cole hits a Panama Sunrise and Jungle Boy kicks out. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, I don't think this is the first time anyone's kicked. I think this is the first time he's gone for a cover off the Panama Sunrise in AW so far, isn't it? Yeah. He's, he's normally, yeah, he's normally yeah. just followed it straight up with the boom. It, it was very, it was very protected in WWE as well, though. Yeah. And, and he sold it like when when Jungle kicked out, he sold like the disbelief, like like it had never happened before. Yeah, like, so was- I, I I'm pretty sure the thumbnail for this match on YouTube is like Adam Cole in shock and Aubrey right in front of him, like lying down, saying it's like the best shot face ever, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then the finish I really liked. So, um, Jungle Boy ducked under like a kick and like picked the leg for the snare trap, which was really nice the way he sort of locked it on. And he sort of puts it on, and then Excalibur saying how no one had ever broken it. It's been broken up by interference by tag matches and stuff, but no one had ever single, like, singly broken it. On their own. Yeah, so, and so Cole was, like, clawing towards the ropes, and he, he got, like, halfway to, like, to like the edge of the ring. And then Jungle Boy, he took, a, like, he, he rolled the dice, and he let go to pull Cole back into the middle of the ring. Yeah. And as he did that, that's when Cole was able to take advantage when he was, like, in between trying to apply the hold a second time. I mean, I'm all for keeping the snare trap protected. I'm all yeah. for that. <laughs> well, the way the way they, the way they got it, they, they let him break it without breaking it. Almost, if that makes sense. So like, it wasn't, yeah. he wasn't in the snare trap when he like sort of transitioned out of it. Like because Jungle Boy, like he took the gamble to to, to improve his ring position, and then while yeah. he was doing that, called using his experience, then took advantage of that fact, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he trapped the ref um, in the corner, dick kicked Jungle Boy, and then hit into the boom, and bit the boom. The boom. The boom. The, the, fan, the fans were uh, booing the shit out of him after that. I mean, he just hoofed Jungle in the deck, mate. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's an upsetting thing to watch. That's, that's what I mean. <clears throat> that's the, just, just having cheats and then people will start booing him. It's just, yeah. He's just very not, like, cool, like, but... They'll boo him when he cheats, but then like as soon as he can pick out for his next match, they'll cheer him again. Oh, yeah, as soon as the music plays, it's just like, remember the music? You like this, though? And they're like, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Um, so, yeah, so the Elite then come out to sort of um, to the Elite theme song, which Punk then says, well, this song sucks, which, you know, he's right, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> compared to what we've just had on this show. Yeah, compared to, like, you know, you've got your first three songs, like Cult of Personality, <laughs> Adam Cole's theme, Baltimore, and then the Elite, and it's like, oh, come on, mate. You know, <laughs> don't win them all. Yeah. You can tell which one Ruckus didn't write, can't you? <laughs> Personality, yeah, well, the young boy, <laughs> Tarzan boy, Tarzan boy. Or which one isn't an All actual song? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, so you got Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Kenny Omega, Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, the young books. Oh, this, yeah, I remember this now. So, this is when Cole gets on the mic and he basically says, you know, he's elite, he's undefeated. Um, Brandon tries to say something, Nick actually takes the microphone off him, yeah, and they're going on and saying that, like, you know. 
they've got the best, um, they've got the AW champion, they've got the best tag team in the world, they've got the Impact Tag Team champions, and then he hands off to like the great and the greatest pro in all of professional wrestling, and the crowd are chanting for CM Punk, and he hands the mic to Nakazawa. No, and uh, is it not Kenny that's on the mic at this point when he says that? Yeah, it's introducing where he goes, Nice chant, heard that before, see if I care. Ooh. <laughs> it's almost like they always chant it. <laughs> they have done for about seven years. Yeah, and then so he makes it so Kenny makes a point that um Brian Dennison took him to the limit, but he couldn't get the job done, and he's not gonna get a rematch and he won't face him in the ring ever again. So Brian Dennison's music then plays, he comes out, and he basically just um he basically just tries to go like he did previously, he tries to just goad Kenny into um into agreeing to another match, basically. Yep. Where he, is he calls him Mr. Kenny Callis at this point? He calls him Kenny Nobles Omega, which sparks a chant of Kenny Nobles, which is now a thing permanently. Yeah, they released the shirt, I guess. I mean, there'll, oh. there'll, be, there'll be one, there'll be a Kenny Nobles shirt, I imagine. Give it, give it time. <clears throat> um, basically, uh, Kenny uh, Brian asks for a match on Rampage. Kenny wants Kenny wants one right now while while there's like all his boys are in the ring and it's like you know Brian's by himself, but then out comes Frankie Kazarian, Cage, Christy Cage, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, Jugger Boy, Lily Thor run off, and yeah, that's it. Uh, I think it sort of it doesn't set it up here, but it sort of sets in motion the match that gets booked for Rampage, which we'll talk about now. May as well the setup, uh, which was so we find out we're getting Brian Daniels versus Nick Jackson, which you know we'll talk about it when we get there. But yeah, spoiler. It was, um, where's Don Callis in all of this? Whenever Don Callis is right, I'm not saying where's Don Callis. Um, oh, someone, someone's mic's gone funny. Yeah. I think the, it's the connection again. Oh, it's good. similar to what it was like last time. Oh, is it better? Ooh, you're a little choppy, dear. That's a bit weird. It's, it's not saying it's not saying well. Sure sounds it. My, my ears just blew. <laughs> uh, it looks like he smelled something funny. You know, Tribio, is it? Has it got better? I've just turned a few things off in the background. It's got yeah. it's got better, yeah. Oh good. Right, we'll carry on. Sorry guys. Um just just you know, fill in the blanks there. Um yeah, so we're getting um Nick Jackson B, Brian Donison. Um, we don't know where Don Callis is. Presumably he's being fired from Impact again. I don't know. Something weird. He's doing some carny shit. Doing some carny shit, yeah. Okay, he's probably, that's fair. He's probably gone to a massage parlor for a rub and Fair. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right, then, so backstage, we've got Tony Schiavone is with the Lucha Bros and Andrade and Alex Abrahantes. Uh, Andrade asks where Pac was, which is kind of the like, running joke they've got now, isn't it? And... Um, Andrade's assistant is this, is this a different guy? Uh, well, the same guy. He's the <clears throat> right. The only one that Andrade hasn't fired yet. The the always he's always been the tablet man. Yeah, yeah, the tablet yeah. guy. So he says, um, "It's about time the Lucha Bros defended their tag titles, but not the AWs. They're also wearing their AAA tag titles." So Andrade says that he has some friends in mind who's going to take those titles off them. So my question here is. Who do we think is Andrade's partner? Um, if they were if they were willing to hold it off for like to like January, I'd say Bruce. 
but uh, I mean, it could be El Vikingo, it could be um, Psycho Clown, it oh, could be fuck, what's his name? Radio Kid. Um, Russian Dragon, these brothers just left um, CMLL. Oh, right, okay. So I reckon he might be one of them. What if it's the fake Avengers he, from AAA? Brian Cage in his mask. Brian Cage dressed as Thanos. Brian Cage just painting his face purple. Leo Rush dressed as Spider Man. To be fair, there's quite a few people it could be. Like he could, they could just get like a few random people in. From AAA, I'm, I'm guessing it'll just yeah, it'll just be some bangers from AAA when it's just have a big yeah. old match with them. Maybe well, the next, and, probably, probably the next pay per view. Who knows? Andrade made the Sam more like it, it was going to be him picking a team. Yeah. Then I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be Andrade because he said he had some friends. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, right, okay. <laughs> and then it'll probably lead to Andrade and his friends against the um, Death Triangle. Yeah, they can do the triple threat and then got all oh, the six men. Sorry, um, Andrade and Charlotte will win the tag titles. That's what I mean. Imagine if it was Andrade and Rick. Just put a mask, just put a mask on Flair. No, 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 it's him. It's fine. He just wins constantly. Woo man! Until he he opens his robe and starts fucking like doing the helicopter, (laughs) swinging his dick around. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Uh, right. Speaking of people swinging the dicks Back around, doing a Fargo strut. Um, next up, then we had Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus Cody Rhodes and Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Um, yeah, this was fine. I, I match wish Dante Martin. I quite enjoyed this match. Yeah, I mean, Dante, Dante Martin continues to be like the most impressive individual athlete in AW. Yeah, it, if Pax the man that gravity forgot, Dante Martin's the man that gravity went nah, not today. <laughs> yeah, I think um, yeah, um, Joe from Damofin said something along those, along those lines. You, you basically, Dante's the man that grabs grab the lock that went, nah, mate, fuck that. I'm not going near that. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, can do what he wants. You can, you can berate Cody all you want, but I will not hear a bad thing about that entrance. Yeah. <sighs> it's just it's great to see it again. It's great. Oh. I mean, there's there's a lot of scattered booze when Cody comes out. Oh, oh, yeah. There's definitely. I don't think there's anyone cheering for him anymore. And there's <laughs> and a, just needs to turn heel, doesn't he? There's there's an audible Cody sucks chance like in this match as well. Yep. Have you have you heard the um, the theory about Cody being the Joker next week? Oh God. Because oh. <laughs> it's like a loophole that would get him into a world title match. But no, because the real uh, Cody can get in the sea. I mean, if he's... Give, give give someone else his entrance. <laughs> give it to Dante Martin. Give it to Danny Martin. <laughs> give it, it. to Shotty Lee. <laughs> speaking of Shot- Cody. Well, speaking of Shotty Lee, we haven't talked too much about this match because it was just Dante oh. doing Dante things, which was excellent. Um, and it's fun. Dante and Shotty Lee like, going back and forth. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, like shot, I shot. He came across really well in this match, and he, he actually yeah. picks up he picks up the win as well in, in quite impressive fashion with like a, a sort of brain buster onto his own knee, which looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking at it going, you ain't hitting that on anybody except Dante. <laughs> like as he's yeah. doing it, because <laughs> because he dropped, he had to drop him so carefully. Um, yeah. But yeah, it looked it looked really really nice. Good to see Johnson pick up the win as well. I think he's a guy who can have you, a really you know, good sort of like next twelve months of the company. You know what? 
what didn't look really nice, which never does, and I don't know why he still does it. Cody's cop killer. Cody's yeah. like, cheeky yeah. cop killer. He's like, oh, you, you want to boo me, do you? Uh, it, like, literally, like, Dante Mark was halfway up with Cody's back. Was that the yeah. um, was that the price for homicide coming into a AW last week? Was <laughs> Cody gets to steal his move? <laughs> Cody used it in Japan as well. Yeah, he, Cody has used it quite a few times. Yeah, he just he just so, can't fucking do it. Just sad homicide owner. Yeah, sad homicide noise. <laughs> I want I want homicide to just come in and actually cop killer. <laughs> right, no mate, this is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> just go no motherfucker. Just to state that um, Lee Johnson also tagged himself in getting a win yeah, as well. Yeah, he, he tagged himself in because he was tired of Cody's shit. Yep, like, like we all are. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no one else is um, tired Kelly. of Cody's shit. Well. well. Good, old, good old daddy on. Yeah, we've got to talk about this. So, yeah, well, he, talks, he talks about how, like, on July... Second, and uh, Malachi Black came in and basically destroyed all of them. And he said he, he used them to get a Cody. And then he, he basically said to Cody, "Like, what the fuck are you doing?" When he took your boot off. What was that all about? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's so Cody calls out Black, doesn't he? And then yeah. Arn like puts him off and goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah, why, why? Because leave him alone, mate. He fucked you up last time. <laughs> He's beat you twice. Like you, you, yeah. you clearly can't beat him. Don't fucking try, you dickhead. <laughs> um, and then yeah, there was a, it was a nice, a nice sort of emotional moment. Um, he said that basically Black's going to destroy anyone he's in the ring with. And Arn said, I'd, you know, I'd step in and take this, but I'm too damn old. I just can't do it. He, refer, he refers to Black as an assassin as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then, then and it gets a bit weird. So he said that like, basically if Cody got carjacked, he basically just let him take his car, whereas Arn would take his Glock out and shoot him in the fucking <laughs> head. <laughs> yeah. um, the, actual, the actual word was spill his brains all over the concrete. Yeah. Do, does someone want to check Karn Anderson's like history, please? <laughs> check his fucking glove box, mate. I mean, Karn Anderson, legitimate hard man, survived getting stabbed to death with scissors. Yeah, he, like, he literally got stabbed with scissors. Yeah. So he's yeah. bleeding out of that hotel black bed. Thought said he could see the light, and he's fucking <laughs> came back from that. <laughs> uh, and then basically, Karn tells Cody to get fucked. Basically, he says, uh, "I'm damned. I'm going to coach a loser." And then tells perennial jobber Lee Johnson to come with him. Yep, come on, Lee. I see a um, lot of potential in you, boy. Lee, Let's Lee go. Up the win there. Nice. Yeah. Lee did pick up the win. Also, I, I can't help but think that Brandy and Cody are going to turn on Arn. Yeah. Because Brandy was like proper. Well, she was doing the, the Brandy thing and making it about her. Like the way it was shot, she was like literally. Frames between Arn and Cody. Yeah, but literally, literally do, coming, literally coming between them. Yeah, just doing like OTT panto reactions behind them. It was so distracting. It was just like, just fucking. And she did the same thing when Arn yelled at Cody in the Malachi Bla- uh, Black match. It's just like, just fucking mind your neck. I mean, I'm also I'm, dead I'm, sit in the ring and stick her finger up at Malachi Black in that match. Exactly. Just stop, like, stop making it about her. I'm interested in like how this plays off for Cody though. Like I think there's a lot of talk about maybe becoming like a, a sort of heel who thinks he's like a big face still and like That's what he is now. Yeah, I mean, no, but like actually being Tony Khan, if you're listening, since you've took fucking power off of Cody, turn him heel. Then he'll let him whisper in your ear. Oh, I'm <laughs> the fucking Captain America. I think I place. think all of this all of this Cody, like 
out of the ring promo. It's like I'm never going to turn heel. It's just the biggest like warning sign that he's about to turn heel. It has to. Surely. There's been a lot of red flags, though, like red heron. Sorry, where it's looked like the Derby match where he was starting to like take the piss out of Derby and be a bit more. But there's like, but this is different. I mean, this there's a bit there's that Malachi Black promo on Rampage, which we'll talk about in a bit. I I, I want I want the Black Mist to start corrupting Cody. Well, that's what he basically said on the promo, wasn't it? That he he basically spat this like corruption out of him and it's seeping into his soul and like his personality. Yeah. That's what so. I want. I want I want Cody to like just start like just start getting more and more fucking. What if he comes Cody. out with like like a red eye, a red contact in one week or something? And... Dye his hair black. Yeah, that, the, first, well, the first sign will be dye his hair black. Dye his hair black. Wear, a, neck tattoo. wear yeah. a red um, suit with a black shirt and a red tie. Yeah. And that'll be it. What What if he just comes out with Malachi's entrance? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's going to be going to be interesting to see what happens with with Cody. Um, I'm, 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 it's, it's got me hooked. It's got me intrigued. I'm a, uh, I'm along for the ride. Yeah, I just want him just just turn him heel. It's he, he's so like well, give give, give, give him a chance, mate. You know they'll do it. I know, but the whole thing is that he's like trying to be like fucking his dad. But the thing was, his dad was relatable. Thing is, if he turns heel right, his entrance can be like red mist and red fog coming up for the bottom. No, keep the and it goes circumstance with it. Make it more, just give it more pyro, make it more overblown, make it like take longer. Make have like have him basically be like, yeah. um, like Hockey and Phoenix character in Gladiator. Just have him, just have him as Homelander, yeah, all that. Waving at fans as they're booing the shit out of him, <laughs> beating off on top of a skyscraper, yeah. Maybe not that. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, next up, we had John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen, um, accompanied by Sting, against Bear Count, Bear Country. Uh, so CM Punk did that as well. Uh, Bear, not Bear County, Bear Country. Yeah, he asked if it was Country or County. Uh, Bear Country and Anthony Green, who was August Grey in WWE. So good to see him making his way into AEW for a little match. And I'm like, August I'm, Grey I'm, for I'm, like, you know, I'm liking the way they're doing this. They're just getting guys off the Indies to like feed to Moxley, basically, which is great. Yeah. Forbidden door, mate. Yep. That's what it is. Moxley they, is the forbidden door. They need Moxley to feast before the next Japanese guy comes over. He needs to get yeah. his he needs to get his strength back up before he murders Tanahashi. Yeah. Oh, do it. Oh. He slap the ace out of Tanahashi. <laughs> Dreams can come true. Come on. Oh. So um, oh. I mean that was to talk about this match. It was three minutes. It was basically a squash. Um Bear Country got some some more right offense in at the start. Uh, they beat Moxley down a little bit. Which was nice. Aye. Um, and then basically, once the, the face Darby didn't really do an awful lot, which he, I'm guessing was just. I don't think he did anything. To be honest. You know, he, he jumped off. Um, he jumped. He did like a, a leap onto Bear, like a crossbody onto Bear Country. He did a coffin drop onto Bear Country, which is yeah. weird. That like that when he did it against FTR, FTR caught him. But when he did it against Bear Country, it was much bigger than FTR. <laughs> yeah, I think it went flying. He went down like the old fucking bowling pins. They're not experienced enough, mate. That's what it is. They're not the technicians that FTR are. They don't have yeah. the tag team expertise to catch a 140 <laughs> pound man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, Anthony Green jumped off. Um, Anthony Green did try to do the same thing. He jumped off uh, onto Kingston Moxley and just bounced off them. 
that. Oh, it was so good. Kings, yeah. he just looked at him like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then they just picked him up, gave him the violent crown, and I, I would say that was it. Well, it was it for the match, but then for some reason, they just got Sting in afterwards to give Muscogee and Detra. Gotta get a Sting pot, brother. Yeah. Even Sting looked confused. He's like, but why? He's, uh, he's like, this kid's done nothing wrong. Like, yeah, but fucking hit him. I'm like, all right, it's okay. <laughs> he literally just looked in the hard cam and went, Cool. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, was, I mean, it was fun. I mean, again, it was to pop the crowd, wasn't it? Give him a little cheeky scorpion death drop for the, for the people in attendance. Um, next up, then, we had, again, just another nice little video package. Britt Baker talking about Ruby Soho. Basically saying fans like singing a song, but doesn't mean they like her. Then Ruby acknowledges that she's not moved to the back of the line and she's going to work her way back up. And next time she wrestles, they wrestle. Um, I don't understand this. So she said, next time they wrestle, she'll Britt will face the consequences of costing her something she wanted a long time before she got the, the AW Women's Championship. So what she wanted to be the AW Women's Champion before she signed with AW. Yeah. Fair play. I mean, fair play. Yeah, okay. Just I mean, weird. to be fair, she wrote, like, that could that could just be, like, three months where, like, she was sat at home getting a non-compete money. Yeah. Uh, but it was fine. Um, and I like or, she, or just sitting in Kate, I wanted to... I like that they okay. acknowledge that Ruby has to go to the back of the line and sort of build the way back to the rankings now, which is quite nice. Yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah, it's it's, it'll build her up more. There's a lot of really fun matches she can have as well. Yeah. Oh, God. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ruby coming back up through like um, Ty, Ruby versus Ty Conti would be lovely. Um, Ruby versus Nyla. Ruby versus Deeb. I mean, yeah, it's all going to be Shida. Ruby versus Shida, Ruby versus Emi Sakura. Just give me all of them, basically. Oh, Ruby versus Sakura would be fun. Give, give me everything. Happy give birthday me. to Emi Sakura today as well. Yeah, happy birthday, Emi Sakura. Great. Uh, yeah, that's good. Right, so then next up, we had um, Matt Hardy cutting a promo in the ring, basically just insulting. Basically said that he should have debuted on the show, and he's glad he didn't because Rochester didn't deserve Matt Hardy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he heel moves, baby. Yeah, classic heel shit, but yeah. it works. It works, doesn't it? It got him the heat. Um, and then he gets interrupted by. I, I love this. Like, look, I love the visual of this. So he gets interrupted by like, where's my mind kicks in? Then Orange Cassidy just walks out by himself, and like Mahardy like looking at him like, ah, what you need, dickhead. And then like the Dark Order's music comes in, just everyone just fucking piles out behind him. I mean, even though it was announced it was going to be an eight on eight match, what did they expect? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> it was just a nice little visual. Like Mahardy was like, oh, yeah. I'm a mage. Then like all his mates just like turn off. Like, oh no, actually, yeah, they're all there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So this was an 16 and 16 man tag match: Orange Cassidy and the Dark Order. That being five, ten, uh, Uno, Grayson, Cole Cabana, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds, accompanied by Negative One uh, along, and their fa- their versus. Hello, Aaron. Oh, uh, just I, I've got a question of one of the people in this match. Um, who who is Jorah Jill? Jorah Jill. So, all right, what I what I'm reading of this is uh, Matt Hardy was upset that Best Friends had Wheel Either, so he got his own version. Right, it makes sense. It's like okay. you know, you know, in like Saturday yeah. morning cartoons where like the good guys get like a new team member, so the bad guys before, have to like recruit someone who's eat, like an evil version of them. Yeah, Jorah Jill though before um, before uh, Wheel Either came in. Was he? He wasn't associated with Mahardy, was he? Yeah, he was basically he he had a few matches on Dark, and then Mahardy basically like took him under his wing, and like Jorah's like doesn't want to cheat, but Mahardy like just cheat. All right, so he's he's their brand and colour. That's fine. 
Yeah, he's basically trying to corrupt Jorah. Jorah like, wants to kind of be... Well, Jorah got fucking corrupted in this match, totally for certain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I told you this match was an absolute clusterfuck in the best possible way, that's probably the best way to describe um, it. Why, why, why is Alan Angels not fighting with his mask on? Because he, well, threw, it, he threw it at Evil Uno, didn't he, during like, a match they had on Dark? Uh, on on the, the match they had on Dark, Uno accidentally unmasked him. Um, Five, so then five basically said he doesn't need the mask anymore. He's a handsome guy, you know. Yeah, lad. Yeah, yeah. Looks a lot older than I thought he would. I mean, I, um, I understand. I understand why mask on him because you know him, John Silver, and Stu Grayson all look the same. Yeah, they look like, they look like, they look like three evolutions of the same Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a big, big Brody chance during the start of this match as well, which is quite nice. Um, yeah, it all goes kind of kind of nuts and then the big the big moment isn't it is when um uno has an argument with with Stu grace and then walks out um punk punk stays well clear of the colt cabana talk on that ramp yeah when they're running up uh, ain't, ain't having nothing to do with that <laughs> well he, he already said why would anyone want to be in the dark order the other week <laughs> yeah so uno bails out the ring and he's walking up the ramp and um john silver and colt cabana are trying to like you know Sort sort everyone out, sort everyone out, and then as you get to the top of the ramp, Amanda Huber, negative one, Ty Conti, and Anna Jay walk out. Um, negative one hits Uno with the papers, which is incredible. Love that. It goes flying as well. Yeah, he, he, so he, good. he flings him at him, and then um, Amanda basically tells Uno to sort his shit out and get back in the ring. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, which is oh, great. Only way it would only way it would have been better was if Amanda had have hit Uno with a discus lariat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So then the, the dark order sort of get back in. They all hit. There was that moment, wasn't there? Where, like they all hit like dives on the outside, like which was really nice. Silver goes nuts and um basically kills everybody. Yeah. yeah. That tended that really cool like the big East spear through the rope. Yeah. As well, but yeah, which like, looked look terrifying in, in a good way. Like Mark Quinn was gonna fucking start taking flight from like the force. <laughs> Ten has gotten fairly thick in the past couple of weeks. I don't know what he's I been mean, eating. He was never or what he's been doing. No, but he's more dense. Also, Ten's death stroke mask was fantastic. Yeah, that was yeah. lovely. He's been getting out. He's been getting out of chilies, hasn't he? Having them, uh, having them big meaty, meaty meals. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Silver, Silver goes out and around the ring, sort of cleans house, and then back in the ring, Cassidy hits Hardy with an orange punch, and then basically everybody just annihilates uh, Joel, which ends. He I mean he takes like all the tandem offense from um, Silver and Reynolds. He takes. You no, know they. Do you know what they call that? Which I only found out the other day. What? Liquid wrestling. Oh, nice! <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. It's it's, it's real smooth. Uh, yeah, he, awesome. Does does he take a spine buster off ten? He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. They then, do they do all those moves into the like into ten spine buster. Yeah, and then and, um, you know, ingratiate the vitality. Yeah, all on all on Jura Joel, who's literally just there to take the pin. Poor lad. Um, and Silver gets the pin. Big crowd pop, and then Amanda and Brody come into the ring and yeah they all pay tribute to Brody which is really nice yeah there was a there was a nice moment as well where like Uno was like ushering John to take the pin 
Yeah, and don't do they like, shake? They shake hands after this, don't they? They all like sort of. Yeah, they all hug it out. Yeah, so the Dark Order are fine. The Dark Order is fine. Definitely, nothing's going to go wrong next week. I've, I've seen B, I've seen BT this week. I, I can I can clarify the Dark Order is fine. Oh, okay, okay. Right, so then we got a probably the big surprise of the night, um, which was a vignette for Leo Rush, which was a oh. big surprise. Oh, my man! Remember him? He's back. It it was a bit weird though. Because, you know, now he's like, what, like a real estate or a crypto guy or something? No, he, he likes doing leverage buyouts, basically. So basically, he borrows money off people and then buys businesses. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. And, you know you know what I'd rather he did? Just join the House of Black as the Blackheart. Yeah, that or... Um, oh. uh, or fight Malachi Black as the Blackheart. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited. I'm obviously excited to see what they're going to do with him because, yeah... Um, I was really excited when he debuted, and then obviously he had that really bad injury, and he talked about retiring, and then it looked like we were never going to see him in AW, and now we do get to see him, so it's all it's all good. And what's more obscene is he's only twenty six. Yeah, he's still got plenty. Of, he's got as much time as he wants in wrestling, which is great. Yeah, hope he, I hope he I hope he finds his niche here and he gets to uh, to to re-show his stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the guy to take the bells off Sammy. Ooh, we'll hold on to that for, for a little bit later. We might have some questions about that. Uh, so next up then promo wise we've got Dax and Cash uh, with Tully Blanchard and basically they, they basically say yeah we've been fucking around for a bit now but we're uh, we're coming back for the tag titles so get fucked yeah. more tag teams go for the gold let's go give us FTR versus Lucha Brothers again rewind it back because that was oh bad. yeah last time. I mean that ain't going to be a bad match is it for us face it oh, it, was, it was awesome when they just did it as like a throwaway match last time wasn't it? yeah well, this, is, this is what I love about like obviously the books have dropped the belts now, so you've got all the all the heel tag teams now are, are sort of stepping up to to the, the sort of place. You've you had the books running through all the face teams. Now you get to see the Lucha Bros run through all the all the heel teams, which is gonna be lovely. Yeah. Uh, then we had some really nice promo work, I thought, from um Dan Lambert and Men of the Year. I wasn't listening because there was no MMA people there. No, oh, you, you couldn't see Junior Dos <laughs> and no. well, so you, you you just weren't bothered. I went for a piss break. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this was my, this this is when I held my beer break sign up, <laughs> and that that was a that was a rampage reference. That, That's rude. That just <laughs> so he basically said so he basically well he basically start, he basically started off like you know congratulating Jericho and saying you know. He, he, you know, he had the guts to go to a startup company that was floundering with bad booking decisions and skinny acrobats, and he put it on his shoulders, and he turned it into the hottest company. He, he, he kind of like does this like negging Jericho to like praise AEW sort of thing. Um, basically, he turned it into the hottest wrestling company in decades. So the story still has an even happier ending than a millennial's night at home in their mum's basement, if you know what I mean. Um, and basically, he said he bashed Jericho's brains in, and his career in wrestling and rock was not going to be any more Jericho matches, not going to be any more fuzzy records. He's and dead. His, his earnings potential is now the same as the AW fans, zero. Yeah. And then yeah. he said they will never again swing on the balls of Jericho, which I don't quite get when he's getting up there, but whatever. Because they're like... I know it rhymes with walls of Jericho. Yeah, it's No, fine. it's because it's meant to be like, oh, they're all like up his arse. Like, yeah. oh, Jericho's great. Jericho's amazing. No. Yeah, but I mean, Dan Lambert literally said that as well at the start of his promo, so I don't know. No, no, don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, and then Scorpio Sky takes over, basically said he had the best winning record, he didn't get what he deserved, 
And then Dan Lambert showing him what other people ignored. Dan Lambert sees him as a main eventer. Uh, then Ethan Page took over and like just basically just backhanded the fans for a watch jump, which was hilarious. Quite, yeah, quite, quite fucking right. Oh, <laughs> uh, it looked like Scorpio was struggling a bit to like keep and, going. And then Ethan because, was like, I got this. I. Uh, <laughs> Ethan was like passing Ethan my Page fuck this. Promo though, isn't he? He's so naturally. I mean, Scorpio is decent, <laughs> but Ethan Page is like next level when it comes to just like taking, like misdirecting the fans. Like he just, he basically just, if they were like a bull, he just like got the red rag out and just like ran them to a wall. You know, like he just took their momentum and just like spun it, and it was yeah, great. like he just didn't let the crowd say what anymore. He just yeah. kept going and going and going. It was great. Yeah, well it, was really, it was it was really really fun to see, and he looked like he was having a great time doing it as well, which was which was really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was great. Uh, next up, then quick little vignette: uh, Hikaru Shida uh, basically said she's looking for her next win, which will be her fiftieth win in AW, and she's going to look for that against Serena Deeb next week. So, woohoo, baby, that's going to uh, that's going to be a good. I remember Shida. Remember Shida. I remember. <laughs> I remember. So, yeah, I mean they're, they're gonna have a bang. I mean they're gonna have a bang next week, so that'll be fine. Um next up then mm-hmm. we have Ty Conte and Annie J versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Um oh Ty Conte have and Annie J have their own music now and they have uh, matching gear, which is awesome. Uh, the, the the music yeah. the music starts with like a Street Fighter style like fight announcement mm-hmm. and then like it, it kicks off and goes nuts, which is great. It, it goes at like Anna J's music still in there as well. It's like it's like a remix. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's just, I, I really um, like it. It's really good. Ty Conte's face yeah. expressions is just coming down the ramp. It goes next level. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Like, she looks like so pissed off and yet so happy at the same time. And I don't quite know how she does it. Hi, <laughs> fans. No, angry mode. <laughs> like, you manage to like wave and scowl simultaneously. And I'm not quite sure how she does it, how she disciplines her body to do that. Uh, it's great. Um, uh, it looks good, but. The matching gear, Anna J did look weird with actual colour on instead yeah, she, of black and purple. <laughs> she's wearing black for so long. It was so weird to see, like, what's going on. But I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my match was didn't really go that long. It, it was fine. Uh, Ty Conte get a Ty KO on the bunny, and then Anna J basically kicked Penelope Ford and then put him in the Queen's Lair for the win. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. I mean, it was it was decent showing. It was it was like it was at the level that you've we've been getting from these matches over the last few weeks. Like this sort of four, you know, this like sort of group coming together and fighting. And then after the match, uh, negative one comes back out to celebrate. And yeah, just have a real nice time, don't they? Top lad. Is negative one that kid right who sees a nice lassie is really pally with them to get like the men jealous? Is that what? I mean, negative one. No, I mean, he's, he's, he's like fucking eight mates. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what they all want you to think. That's what the eight-year-olds want you to think. He's 11, isn't he? 11, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not as negative one, but... This is, <laughs> this is Scotland, mate. 11 years, eleven-year-olds aren't running around trying to get laid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I think I think it's more just that, you know, there is, like, other family. There's uh, there's no oh. book, there's no book fasting in, 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 in the AW backstage. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so then next up we got a quick little video package highly, uh, just sort of hyping up the triple threat match uh, Jay Cargill, Thunder Rosa and Nala Rose which is quite nice it had a little, little bit of everyone got a little chance to talk which was nice um, sort of, you know show how serious they were it was it, it did a good job of hyping the match up I thought it was uh, got me got me, got me, me interested in it 
Yeah, I was I was pumped for that match beforehand. Anyway, yeah, and this didn't do anything to like make you not want to see it. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I was all for it. So that was fine. Um, then ooh, we need to talk. We need to talk about it. <laughs> Let's go. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let Aaron run us through the, uh, the crib notes of his promo. <laughs> what, the important ones? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce Pritchard got a mention on this, on AEW. That was weird. But then again, everyone's got Bruce Pitt- Pritchard on speed dial. So he's got Bruce on speed dial. Yeah, but everyone does, so that's not a brag. Um. If- I've got Darby shows up next. So is there anything well, no, said before, before that? that? Yeah, MJF yeah. said he loves Tony Khan, and he said that of all the Khans in professional wrestling, he's easily in the top two. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Darby shows up. MJF calls him a skill shooter mime on a skateboard. Damn. He said, yeah, he says, as much as I like the whole school shooter mime on a skateboard routine, I'm not a huge fan of you interrupting me. Damn. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah. oh, before we go into this, he also basically says, um, he, he as he's talking before the promo, he says uh, that you know there are four pillars of AEW, four young wrestlers who are going to push this company forward for the next few decades, and he says like Jungle Boy, beat him, Sammy Guevara, beat him, Darby Allen, never mind, and me, like that's how he runs down like the four pillars. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so obviously Darby, the one who he hasn't beaten yet, is the, the one who comes out to interrupt him. Yeah. Uh, Would you agree that that's the four pillars of like the future of AW? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. From, from the start and start of the roster, yeah. When if, oh, from the start, yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah, uh, pillars, building yeah. blocks, yeah. No, no, no I, yeah. I get that, mate. I, I, yeah. was th- I was thinking more like there's all the youngs out there that I think could possibly be in the yeah. argument. But they're the original four, like young yeah. ones. So then he talks about you talk. Did you, do you know all the sports people he talked about, Aaron? No, enlighten me. So he basically, I can't remember one of the examples, but he said that you know he's Scotty Pippen, Darby is Scotty Pippen, he's Lou Gehrig, he's some hockey guy who I don't know. Whereas MGF, he's the number one man. He's Michael Jordan, who was Scotty Pippen's teammate. He was Babe Ruth, who was Luke Gehrig's teammate. He was Wayne Gretzky. You know, these are the guys considered the best of all time of what they did. And the guys who he listed Derby as were like the sort of guys who played on the same team as them, but like did, did a bit of work, but weren't quite as legendary. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and he said there's nothing wrong with being the second best pillar. You know, someone's got to be. <laughs> someone's got to be, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then I really like this. So Darby just interrupts him and was like, are you finished talking? And then he says, well, if you keep saying, you know, you're going to leave if you don't get what you want, but no one wants you here. No one's going to miss you. Yeah. I mean, I'd miss him. I'm yeah. But like in, in sort of storyline <laughs> sense, he's a, he's, a, he's a dickhead here. Like if he, Darby's like, well, if you leave, everything just be better because you wouldn't be here. So, so that's not a threat for me because if you left, I'd have a better time. Yeah. And it's like, I'll fair play. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that makes sense. It helps Darby out, but not the rest of us. Yeah, he also <laughs> says that um, between them, he's the only one who's ever won a championship here in AW. Spoilers, not for long. <laughs> and then... Uh, out of the four pillars. Well, no, he's, he's, say, he's saying but, yeah. what he's saying between him and Jeff as well, explicitly. Um, yeah. And then, oh yeah, then it goes a bit... Uh, goes a little dark. Yeah, 
I got a bit rough around ages. <laughs> well, first of all, before it, before it goes like off the rails, I love MDF saying to Darby that he loves his Batman voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's such an arsehole. I'm an absolute piece of shit. And yeah, so then he said he respects him because he's straight edge. And then he basically says to the fans, he's like, oh, yeah, do you know why Darby's straight edge? Because when he was a little boy, this is a quote from Jeff, by the way, when he was a little boy, he got in the car with his drunken, sloppy, alcoholic uncle, and they got into a little accident, and his uncle died. And like, Darby, Darby's selling this like he's just been kicked in the heart. <laughs> how, how do you have this conversation backstage where you go, can I talk about your deed uncle? I mean, <laughs> at this point, the fans are just, like, chanting, like, asshole incredibly loudly. Hey. <laughs> Further proves that MGF's a sociopath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then MGF said, "Like, oh yeah, it's a travesty. It's a travesty. Yeah, that night the wrong person died." <sighs> My <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and then it's really clever from Darby. Like, MGF's like, "Well, you want to hit me?" And just, you know, after what I just said, do you want to hit me? And um, Darby's like, "No, nah, mate, I'm not gonna let you break me." I'm not gonna talking. let you break me mentally. And MGF's yeah. like, oh well, in that case, get fucked then and he just walks off. He's like, well, I can't, I can't say I can't say any worse than that. And that didn't work. Yeah. So he, he says it like, oh, can I? Mm. Like, so he's gonna be doing something to really muck with Darby's mind. If talking about his D Dunkle doesn't do it, fuck knows what is. What is it gonna be? Like, like MGF's going like close. I mean, he's doing it with more. Flair and charisma, but he's getting close to like Mr. Anderson <coughs> TNA territory here with his like, are, attacking people personally. Are yeah. we are we going to get um MGF pulling Darby's uncle's fucking casket at the ground and dragging it away? Is that like, all we're getting? I'm like the big boss one. <laughs> I don't think we're quite going there to be fair. Uh, he's gonna put on the accent. I'd love if um I'd love it if they did like MGF doing like skits of like Darby's extreme videos, except doing like really mundane things. <laughs> uh... Like instead of like instead of, like bungee jumping, just like you know jumping off a chair or something. Basically, MGF doing Project Badass from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, Eff- <laughs> effectively, yeah. yes. I'll be down for that. <laughs> Uh, I I imagine MJF's probably gonna like end up pissing on Darby's uncle's grave or something. Isn't he? Oh god, he's gonna be, he's gonna do that meme where he's like there with taking the selfie, you know, with his with the finger with, yeah. the, with, the, with, the, with the peace sign up. Uh, but it's just gonna be his diamond ring on the pinky. That's what it's gonna be <laughs> at the camera. Oh, are they gonna have like a buried alive match or something? Because that'd be sick. It'll be a coffin match, wouldn't it? It'll be a coffin drop match. A coffin. Draw yeah, sure. Sorry, do the coffins. That'd be awesome. All right, so then we get uh, another quick promo. Um, pl- just a little plug in. Oh, sorry, no, we don't. We get like a little rundown. So we get uh, Nick Jackson versus Brian Danielson at Rampage is going to happen. They also remind us, they basically just run down the card. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, oh, they announced a casino ladder match, don't they, for, for next week, which is the yeah. big one. Um, yeah, and the winner is going to get a title shot. So yeah, that's cool. And then they do a little video, which is quite nice, um, showing that the sort of the build for this match between Miro and Sammy with like the sort of references to Fuego as well and how they've tied it all together, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then, so as they come out, the graphic on Miro's entrance noted that he's been champion for 140 days. He's been undefeated for 329 days. And this year, his record is 15-0. 
I say his only loss is in that tag match with Kip Sabian, but Kip Sabian took the pin. Okay, that, okay, that, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then so yeah, we get Miro versus Sammy for the TNT title is our main event. Now, you can go into the match, but there was a chant that happened. Was it We Want Lana? The fans were 50 50. It was We Want Lana, but then No, We Don't was straight after it. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, wow, okay. Yeah. And she got asked on interview this week about that, like in AEW, and she's like, stay tuned. She also said she prefer to use the name Lana instead of CJ Perry. Yeah. She owns the rights though as well. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's what people yeah. know her as, you know, so it's it's fine. Um, so yeah, this match was great. Um, it was a lot of Miro just beast and Sammy. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, and um, yeah, there was, a, there was some really cool spots. Um, Sammy tried to do like a shooting star press but Miracus sort of catches him out of thin air and just throws him on the floor. <laughs> a lot of Miracus, a lot of Miracus hurling Sammy to the floor, like especially at the start of this match. Not, not just the start of the match, like quite a lot of this match is hurling Sammy about. Miro doing bad moves. Yeah, they got onto the outside as well. And like Miro, because like he did that like fall away slam thing where he just like throws Sammy like 16 feet backwards, <laughs> <laughs> which was nice. Uh, Sammy. Sammy, I thought the match was Sammy's been. Sammy was looking for like a, a, a like a leaping knee, wasn't he? That was like the thing he was sort of trying to land. And every yeah. time, like Miro would either just batter him out the air, or he didn't move out the way, or something, um, or a pump kick, or something. Or he was, he was obviously he was, he was focused on like again, like the head and the neck of Miro has been like sort of pinpointed as, as his weakness. Um, yeah. So I mean, the match was really good. It, it went like it went a good fourteen minutes. Um. That's that Spanish fly Sammy hit on Miro. Oh, the Spanish fly was insane. Yeah, that was that was real good. Um, Sammy also hit like a diving cutter as well, which was really nice off the top rope. Yeah, which is pretty good. Um, and then there was a point towards the end of the match where Sammy was looking for a GTH, like trying to get Miro up, and then Miro just like sort of no sold it and then kicked him in the head. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like the same kick that beat Eddie, wasn't it? And it was like that looked like the finish for a second. The pump kick thing, the match card kick yeah. thing. Yeah. And then so Miro starts like pulling off the turnbuckle pads. He tore off the top one, tore off the second one, tore off another one, then went to another turnbuckle, started tearing those off. Uh, at this point, Sammy just like he's rolled out the ring, he's like dead on the floor. Uh, Fuego runs out, sort of stops Miro from trying to pull off the turnbuckle pads. Miro just clocks him. Uh, as he's doing that, Sammy's in the ring, shoves Miro into the exposed turnbuckle. Brings him round, hits him with a tornado DDT, hits him with the GTH, then hits him. So he goes all in, he hits him with a tornado DDT, hits him with the GTH, then he hits him with a 630 cent on. And yeah, that is the three count. Uh, yeah. I think the ending when he goes for the 630 kills the ending a bit. Because he hit all the moves bar the 630. And I thought he was just going to go for the like the quick like cover and try to get it done. So that's what it looked like was going to happen. So he was going so fast, yeah. Like, just hitting everything, like, you'd think that he would run down. Even the fans sounded like a bit. Oh, he's going for six thirty now. But he didn't hit the six thirty particularly cleanly either. He like no, he went a bit drift sideways, didn't he? Looks like he hit me like the bollocks. To be fair, um, yeah. 
But anyway, um, that's between Miro and his god. We can sort that out later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought I, I liked. I liked the idea of Sammy going. No, I have to, I have to hit him with absolutely everything just to make sure here. Like I have to hit him with like the tornado DT. Then I have to hit. I'll give him the GTH, which you know is is one of his finishes. But I'll give him the other one as well, just to be on the safe side. I mean, it works. You've yeah. beat Miro by doing everything. Yeah, so. you've literally threw everything at him when he had to. And then, like, as we get the big baby face ending, so, like, all the um, golden glitter drops down from the from the roof. Um, Fuego's out there. Or Fuego regains consciousness and comes in the ring, and then loads of other baby faces come down. Like, like Sean Dean's there, isn't he? And, like... Um, Captain, all, Captain, all the jobbers. All the jobbers. All the, all, the, all the guys Miro probably beats up on the regular backstage. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then they said as they're going off there, because they, this is goes right to the, to the end of the show, they're going to hear from Sammy during the first break in Road to the Top. And then, yeah. so we'll, we'll talk. Well, let the, uh, the Dark Order came out as well. Yes, Dark Order came out. Yeah, Dark Order came out. I mean, obviously, Dark Order is always um, forever linked with that title. And Sammy actually referenced, didn't he, that Brody Lee was the greatest um, TNT champion and he's going to sign respect to legacy and sort of try and honor him. Um, so yeah, so, we'll, we'll talk very quickly about about what's been set up from that. Do do you think Sammy's keeping that title, or he's going to change it up a bit? Well, he's gone back to the yeah. black one, hasn't he? He gave yeah. him back the black strap, didn't he? Well, yeah. But do you think he's going to get his own colours, or and everyone ah. else does, haven't they? Yeah, everyone else has. What code? Darby didn't. didn't Dar- 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 Darby debuted the new black one, though. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a re- there's a world in which he just keeps that black one because uh, it's kind of like it's Sammy's colours. It's kind of in a circle colours, isn't it? Like red and black. Yeah. Do you think they're a motorcycle gun? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we learned in the well, we learned well, we learned on social media because we didn't have access to Rose to the top. Um, that Sammy cut this promo saying about how he wants to like you know honor the champ, honor the title, and, and like honor Brody Lee. And we learned that the, the first challenger through the forbidden door is going to be Bobby Fish. Oh, the Robert Fish. Adam Cole just smiles. Uh, Adam Cole politic and his mates into it. Yeah. We already... oh, Adam God. Cole did tweet about it today, didn't he? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be fun. So yeah, we're gonna get that next week on on Dynamite. So we, yeah, just, we can look just, forward to that. Just don't bring the other one with you. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Please, I beg you. I've got to deal with him on the other show that I reviewed. Yeah, yeah. One on my next one. If they do, just have him where he was like a guitar. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally do that. Give him no personality again, apart from air guitarist. I'm happy with that. <laughs> right, so we'll move straight on to. Oh, before we move on to rampage, very quickly, uh, ups and downs, guys. Highs and lows. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> my high was. Colin Jungle Boy. Yeah. Really and I don't think I had a lot. Okay, that's fine. Um, Aaron? Did I have a lot? No. Um, my high. I am always going to be the six man tag with Bear Country, Green, Monster, Bay, Eddie. It's it served its purpose, but it was a bit meh yeah. compared to everything. Yeah, else. I mean, it was a it was a three minute squash, wasn't it? It was just yeah. there to, it was just there to put Moxley on telly, so all the fans and attendants could have a, a little cheer when he did exactly. his Um And my high is going to be MJF cutting, <laughs> cutting his being the worst person. 
not even as well fired promo is just overburnt, over fucking saturated. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. all right. I don't think I've got a low either. I'm, I'm with Jay on this one. Um, there was nothing there that felt like it didn't need to be there. It felt like one of those another one of those episodes of Dan where everything's just like seven, eight out of ten. Yeah. Uh, and I'll take the main event for my um for my high because I thought it was a really I think Miro's had a really good run as TNT champion. I think his matches have all been really good. They've all I think his the way he the way he works with the smaller guys and the way he tells stories with them, I really enjoy. Like because he's he he always has that like, I, we we said didn't we like in, in in other mirror matches it's always felt like there's been one moment where like if you took advantage you could just about get the job done, and if you fuck up he's gonna murder you, what? and like and the difference yeah. is Sammy took advantage of that one moment, and he was yeah. he hit, he hit those three big moves plus the turnbuckle and he he literally knew he he obviously seen other people like not throwing up at him and like he bounces back and just kills you so he's like right I'm gonna hit him with everything I've got I'm gonna throw yeah. everything at him in this one minute in this like 90 second window and I'm gonna pin him and he did and it, I think it was a really satisfying conclusion so the mirror was the champion and I think Mi- Miro did get his shoulder up at four so yeah, he, oh yeah yeah but I think I think Miro had a he's done a really good job he's elevated the title the title's elevated him you know, everyone's come up, everyone's come away from this looking better than they did when they went in. It's it's been it's been really successful, and I'm I'm really happy that a I think Sammy's going to do really good work with the belt and have some real nice matches. And yeah, Miro is going to go into great things hopefully in in the next uh, sort of few months. That, that's going to be my question now. Then for you is is do, does this mean Miro goes for the world title? Well, we'll starts we'll, being intentional. Well, well, bench text we might have questions about that for later. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I I haven't looked at Discord, so so we'll keep that up. We'll keep keep that up. If, if, if I double check, I'm pretty sure we did have questions about that. If not, we'll just answer that later. Yeah, I haven't looked at Discord, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, right then, so we'll move swiftly on to a rampage. Just a, just a one hour rampage. You get back then this week. We're back to um, we're back to the old the old fashioned. Right. the boys. That's not a bad thing. Uh, I I think most wrestling shows should be an hour. I enjoyed last week's two hour one because it was stacked. But oh this, yeah, but don't this, do it every but week. This continues to be my favorite hour of wrestling that I watch every week. Yep. The format just feels it's fresh, it's snappy. There's no bloat. There's no saggy bits. It just it just like here's your three matches. It's like three matches, two promos, a little bit of Mark Henry interview people. That's it. That's what you get. Yeah, and that's perfect. And I, I, like I said, it's it's Saturday morning cartoons for big boys in it. Like you, you put it on while you're having your breakfast on the weekend, and like you just watch it for an hour, and it's great. I say we had to watch Dynamite on Saturday because we didn't watch it like beforehand. Yeah. So then we we finished AEW, and they were like, "Well, we just stick it on now." It's only for it's only forty five minutes. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's only, it's, it's only forty five minutes. Can't, can't even do a washing in it. It's gonna put the washing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, okay. And it's got this obviously because it comes on later. They, as we said this, but they sort of book the show back to front, so they put the big banger match on first as well. So you put it straight on, and it's just instant adrenaline. It's just like, right, here's all the nonsense, like straight away. Yeah. And in this mm-hmm. case, ooh, what a nonsense! So first up, first little, um, first little curio about this show is we start off with a two man commentary booth. There's no Ricky Starks initially. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand. And they didn't. You just appeared at some point. They didn't introduce him. <laughs> yeah. Just, 
you're, you're joking, aren't you? You had the fucking video package. Yeah, yeah the video package. Yeah, yeah. but they didn't, they didn't explicitly like introduce one commentary after that. Don't worry about no, it. No, you just showed up after the package. Yeah. It was as soon as that package was done. driving to the arena. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what happened. It was live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit, though. Um, once I put some paper towels down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a bit moist. What, what's going on? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the leaky pipe, something's dripping. We watch me. Do my watch me? I think mine's broke. Yeah. Um, right. So, anyway, <laughs> first off, we start up with Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. Um, so, a couple of things like this. One, we get Matt Jackson and Brandon Cutler coming down to the ringside as well. Um, two, I'm just really happy that Brian Danielson's like an actual murderer again. I know. It's, it's weird seeing him like this. For me, but I like it. <laughs> See, this is what he used to be, Harry. Yeah. He was just, he was just a, a fairly small man who did horrible things to people. I wasn't that big a fan of him in WWE, is the thing. And just seeing him like this is like, oh. Yeah, can... the, the, the same WWE Daniel Bryan. This is Ring of Honor Bryan Daniel. He had a match yeah. in Liverpool where he hit Nigel McGuinness in the head so hard that WWE couldn't sign him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he genuinely did. Fucking hell. You both got bust over the hard way by guardrails. Oh, oh boy. It's, it's a fucking banging match. It's on the internet somewhere, I think, if you, if you look for it. It'll, it'll be on the old interweb somewhere. Yeah. But it's on Honor Club, definitely. Uh, right, so, I mean, again, okay, we're not going to go blow for blow on this because it was, it was insane. Um, it was fast. A lot, it was very different, though, to the... Um, to the style he wrestled against Kenny, I thought this was a lot more submission based, uh, a lot less striking initially. Uh, initially, anyway, um, I really enjoyed like his use of submission moves at the start. Danielson's, um, again, this just marks him out. And people say it's easy to sit here and go, Oh, yeah, Brian Danielson's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. No, he really is. Like, you watch that, you watch the match you had against Kenny, and you watch this match, and you think, How can one guy do all of these things? Yeah. I mean, he, he did literally used to call himself the best wrestler in the world today. Yeah. He was in Ring of Honor. I mean, he hits a tope, which was insane. Um, you know, he's hit, he putting in it's Dragon Sleepers. He did a move where he sort of hit like a power slam and sort of held on the arm and that, dropped it straight that, into an armbar. That Dragon Sleeper was cool because he did it from like a Romero special, didn't he? Where yeah. like he had them up and then he pulled Nick down. Oh, um, bef- before he did the Romero special as well, he did the old um, Brian Danielson, I've got till five. Yeah, when when he was like hooking his nose, which was lovely. Hot me like a motherfucker. Yeah, he like he like hooked his nose, and then the other thing as well, which kind of showed he was more vicious, was like there was literally bits where Nick Jackson was like gouging the eyes and breaking the eyes, and he no selling it. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, they did they had a bit of that like the other week when he put Willa Bell on. Um, Was it Kenny? And like they were like it took like ten seconds of all the elite beating on him from the final lick of the hold. Yeah, and it's sort of sold that like no, he's a he's a scary, he's a tenacious motherfucker. He's a pit bull. Well, I think I really like this match as well. Um, on the outside, the camera did a really good job because capturing like the, the absolute Matt Jackson's and like conniptions on the outside. Like every time Nick gets locked in a submission, Matt's having like kittens, and his great his facial expressions are incredible. So good. Yeah. Uh, outside, they do get a bit of interference. Um, Nick throws Matt outside. Matt hits him with a couple hits him with a clothesline and beats on him on the floor a little bit. Then Brandon Cutler sprays him down, which is nice. Nice little bit of comment, nice little bit of uh, interference, but didn't overshadow the match, which was good. Um, we had a label lock, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Nick, got, Nick got to the apron. Then, ah, yeah. 
Right. Daniels, then Brian goes for not the yes kicks. Just the kicks. Just the, kicks. Just, just the kicks. Hey, kicks. Hey, kicks. <laughs> I do his favourite wrestler, the Miz. And then, oh, yeah, that German suplex on the apron was spicy, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and Taz, Taz stays at that point. The apron, the second hardest part of the ring, behind the ring post. Times have changed, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, AW rings are different, though. Oh shit, they're built different. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Fuck. Yeah. 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 It, was, um, it was cool as well that Nick was kind of like matching Danielson for strikes at times. Yeah. Like there was one kick Nick did to Danielson back. I was like, oh, that was fucking horrible. Oh, there was a nice spot as well where Nick went for a PK on Danielson outside and then just Danielson ducked and he just twatted Brandon Cutler in the face. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Cutler went down like he'd been shot. It was it was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I like it was broken in the mask. Yeah, I also like the bit earlier on where they're doing the surfboard, and then Danielson's like holding them, and then the refs count and like stop Danielson, stop. He's like, I have to fight, and just proceeds to carry on. <laughs> It's like, all right, okay, not seen this side of him. Cool, right, okay. Yeah, that was like a big Brian Dyson thing from like back then. Yeah. That, that was a big thing he used to do in Ring of Honor and BWG. Yeah. Mad. Where, where he'd, but like, you'd do it like dead loud, where like, you'd get in the referee's face and go, I have till five, referee. He, he literally shouted it, and this. I was like, right, okay, I, <laughs> I see what you're doing now. Okay. <laughs> So back on the outside, Brian gives um, Nick a massive release German suplex on the outside. Yeah. Like yeah. Nick, Nick lands on his front, basically. He throws him that out. Horrible. Uh, then back in the ring, you have to tiger suplex for a, a real close two count. Yeah. And then I loved this. So he sort of like, he sort of like got Nick like sat up and like hooked one arm. And then like Nick was sort of struggling. So he just basically hammer and will strike them in like the neck like 10 times yeah just like knocked him silly then um then put him in a little cheeky cattle mutilation for it for for the win yeah we got a cattle mutilation for the win for the boys yeah that, that used to be his finisher as well though. yeah yeah you want to talk about ring of honor daniel bryan he's fucking black lads <laughs> i'm i'm hyped nobody <laughs> nobody is safe <laughs> i'm hyped i am Edge to go watch some some Ring of Honor Daniel Brian Danielson matches is getting stronger. Remember when like I mean I don't want to like deride anyone here, but remember when like it was announced and like the Daniel Bryan was coming to AW and everyone got a little bit excited for a little bit and then they were like oh yeah but you know he's getting on a bit now and he's you know he's not really been like yeah doing, don't worry about it he's not really been doing Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson stuff for a while and now it's just oh no he's just he's just here to murder everyone it's fine I'm I'm totally yeah. right with this I'm fine. And like even yeah. in his like post match interview, like when he, even his post debut interview after all out, he basically said, "Yeah, I'm not here to like put people over me to keep people in the fucking face." <laughs> hey, you never know. Like uh, Brian Danielson might just take over Cody, like just take over his entrance. Maybe Danielson like takes I'd, it. I would give it to him right now. Just give it to him. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll threaten to like take Cody's uh, 
Car and Cody will be like, just don't hurt me. Car <laughs> will just be sat there shaking his head, polishing his glock. Shaking just, his glock at him. Just across the car park, just pulls out his guns, went, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another thing I liked about this match is so the elite come out, but they don't go after Brian. They basically just go and look, see the Nick because he's fucked. Yeah, I don't think he's moved at this point. No. <laughs> Nick is like so broken that they have to go and like sort of see to him. And then as like a precaution, um, Jurassic Express and Christian come out to sort of like even up the odds. And then they, and then it's like Luchasaurus and Matt, I think. So, oh, start talking and then like, they get into an argument and then that's where the fight sort of breaks out. Yeah. Imagine being Matt Jackson having an argument with Luchasaurus. What's then, going on there? And then, um, yeah, so in all of this, Kenny bails the outside as soon as it all sort of breaks down. And then there's a Kenny Nobles chant, which sort of enrages him to the point where he runs back in the ring and runs straight into a bell lock. Uh, as this is happening, Jungle Boy locks in a snare trap on Cole, and they do like the sort of FTR like spot, don't they? Where they're all like, they're, like sort of like trying to help each other out, even though they're both kind of fucked, and then they both tap out at the same time, which is oh, Can I call that that's a finish on next week? But it's going to be the Young Bucks instead. You reckon? I reckon that's going to be the finish, but it's going to be the Bucks that are in that position. I mean, so, something's got to give next week because Brian hasn't lost and Cole hasn't lost. The Bucks can lose. They've lost their titles. Yeah, but I mean, like, one, of them, one of them has to be on the losing side. Yeah, I mean, like, what they could do is they, they, don't, they don't really consider it a proper loss, though, do they? If, like, exactly. You know, if you don't Kenny take, and Cole if, will be fine. If, you, you, don't don't, if, if you don't take the pin in a multi match, then yeah. But, like, Matt Jackson's there to take it, isn't he? Or whatever. I mean... To be fair, Cole doesn't really... It doesn't hurt Cole if he takes a loss, I don't think. No. Cole's not gaining... Cole's not putting any stock in being undefeated. Like, it doesn't matter. He's not no. He's not. He's not challenging for anything, is he? He's just there to, like, be a dickhead. Just he's now. Basic. <laughs> right, next, just up now. Then, next up, then, we're going to go to... Um, we're going to go to Jay's special place. Oh, that's awesome. Do you want to talk us through it, Jay? Yeah, so we get... Your boy Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook, and Powerhouse Hobbs is like a cool uncle, just like hyping up Hook about the guy that they love so much. Fair, well, fair, before we get into this, how how good is Hobbs' delivery here? Like, how natural does he sound? Oh like, man, in this yeah, Hobbs is so good. Like from from the second he joined AW, you could just tell like there was something there. But he's come like, on so much. In yeah, the year. But you could you could tell he had something. You just couldn't tell like what it was. And even Dan's like just some scowling of people and stuff like that. He's got like real charisma. Like he's so good. On, I, he's got he's gotten so good on the mic, and he's so like solid in the ring. You you trust him in like a main event spot now? In, yeah, like, world titles in like a, in like a world title match. Oh, I I think I th- I could feasibly see him being in like the world title pitcher soon. Yeah, he's, especially if it's Hangman who's the champion. His rate of improvement. I mean, he's he's got previous with Hangman, hasn't he? You know, they've got that history. Yeah. That's what I mean. No. Hang, Hangman would be like a good, or oh, sorry, Hobbs would be kind of like a good foil for Hangman as like one of his first defenses. His first like big feud would be, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hobbs in- introduces us, and then we get a, a special video made by Ricky Starks where he's he basically says like him and him and Cage aren't the same person, and like it's like Ricky Starks in like this fancy ass house. He's like gone through all his like ring shirts, um. I mean, that, 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 the collective shirts in his closet is just insane. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he, he walks down, like, 
down the steps of like this really fancy ass house. It's like shot like outside, like a, a complete glass wall. Um, and then he gets he gets in the car like a Maserati. Is it the same Maserati that he had at the start of the cinematic match? No, it was a Maserati one. there, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but that one was yellow. This one was white. True. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and then basically he says that um he's sick of the narrative that since um since Cage is bigger, that means that means uh, Starks couldn't beat his ass. And no. he just basically says he he's just different. I like that. It's almost a bit of it's almost like a twist on a face promo, isn't it? Just like yeah. Just because you're bigger than me doesn't mean you're better than me. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of on Starks' side here. Like I want to see, yeah. I want to see him kick Cage's ass. He, and he will. Yeah. He's absolute Ricky fucking stars. He, he also refers to himself as the absolute truth. Yeah. Which was looks like, not quite like a not like a repackage, but it's more like they're making him feel like a big deal. And yeah, you know, like, he's, he's just he's just dripping with legit legitimacy throughout this entire like promo, isn't he? The best. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's a bit of a meme that we like. We, we say like Starks is like the best, like, but he, he is really good, and he? he is just really, really good on the mic. He's awesome. He's awesome. Give him all the belts, every single one. So, yeah, and as as if by magic, he appears on commentary after this, which is quite nice. Yeah, because he was driving to the arena in the, in the video. Yeah, then yeah. We, get a, we get. I mean, that was awesome. We get a quick punk promo after this. Then he said, and I, I like this. He said he beat Derby and survived Hobbs. Mm. Which again just gives uh, a little bit of rub to, to Willie Hobbs. Yeah, he said he says like he, he says that if it if Hobbs he basically kind of alludes, doesn't he, that if Hobbs was more experienced, he would have beat him. Yeah. And then he basically says, right, who's next then basically? Who's it's time? Uh, I want the best, bring him on. Uh Schoolberg and EW. Yeah, who's next? <laughs> who, who better? Um and when they're ready to step up, it's nap time, basically, which is quite nice. Who, who do we think it's going to be? Oof, uh, I haven't really. I'm uh, good. I've got a name. Go on. Hook. I, I, support, I, don't, uh, I was going to say Jungle Boy, to be honest. I re- I but if you're going storyline, yeah. Jungle Boy or Cole, maybe. He, he he seems to have been like alluding a lot on commentary. It could be Jungle Boy or Cole. Ooh, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. Or also there is the uh, there there is the other thing that it could be Malachi Black. You get a spooky kick party for Halloween. I mean, that's just going to be a lot of spooky kicking in it. So I'd be up for that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really care to be honest. <laughs> Whoever it is, it's going to be great in it. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy to just I'm happy to just ride the rapids on this one and see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but the next up, then we have our triple threat match. That is Nala Rose, Jade Cargill, and Thunder Rosa. And yeah, this is a this is a bit of a right, isn't it? Oh, this is awesome. This was a match I was most looking forward to on this show. Uh, on the two week oh, uh, rampage and dynamite, this was a match I liked to watch. Yeah. And then any. And uh, uh, yeah, Jade looked really good here. Like it, did, it didn't disappoint once. No. I, I feel like sorry. Uh, you, you know what disappointed that they decided to do a full ad break on this. Yeah, that was a disappointing yeah. thing about this. That was the only that was the only negative on this entire match. I'd say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, Rosa and Nile did a really good job of kind of like 
high than Jade sort of an experience by that a lot of the match was centered around Thunder and Nyla trying to take each other out. Yeah, but then they all bumped like their asses off for Jade as well when, when the time came. Yeah, which was really good. Yeah, uh, uh, it sort of helps not trouble for it, doesn't it? When you you can easily just take a break being the third person. So I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, Thunder Rosa did also like just boot a fucking trash can into Jade's chest. Yeah, that probably didn't help the cause. <laughs> Sol- solid steel trash can, you know. Fine. Looked, ups- looked upset. Well, I thought it was like a bit where like Nyla was going to choke slam Thunder Rosa, but then like she ended up getting like pushed into Jade and Jade chokes under instead. Yeah, that was cool. Which is quite nice. Um, I'd. I still think I'd re- like if they do a women's tag division, I'd love to see like Jade and Nyla as a team. Yeah, just like just, like the, be so just cool. like just like the the Kane and Undertaker of the yeah uh, of the AW Women's Tag Division would be the just final awesome. boss. Yeah, actually, show companies how to do a women's tag team division. Yeah, so so during the break, this they're quite so this match sort of suffered a bit because it was like quite a big pitcher and pitcher break, non pitcher and pitcher break. Uh, but when we come back from it, um. This is a trash can in the ring, and also Vicky and Nyla have set up a table on the outside. So yeah, Thunder Rosa drop kicks the um, trash can into Jade for a close fall, and then they have like another bit of a bit of fighting around. And it, it is pretty, it's pretty savage. Like the, the the action's really good. Like they're really going for it. They're really bumping well for each other, and they're really throwing everything around. And then Rosa just power bombs Nyla through the table on the outside, which looked insane. Yeah. And then almost yeah. just like a little throwback to, as, as we were saying last night, Jay, um, a little throwback to like the Brit v Thunder Rosa lights out match. Rosa just sort of like collapses on Nyla on the on the outside and like expects the pin to be counted. But then the ref's like, no, it's it's no DQ, but you've still got a pin in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Jay does uh, shave the WrestleMania 17 <laughs> off the rock on Thunder Rosa. Just absolutely <laughs> takes her to Jesus with the chair. Yeah. Uh- I, I just put Jade does an impression of Eddie Kingston from last week for the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that could be the finish to one match every week on AEW. Yeah, Jade just hits Rosa like seven times with a chair and then pins He's like, all right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. People with a chair. That's that's fine. So that, uh, that, I, so yeah, that was, that was just a really fun match, wasn't it? it yeah, was, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought lived up. I really, I, I really like how they're sort of like they're putting Jade with people who like can have a good match with her, but at the same time they're giving her like just enough like space to grow every time. So every time it's something a little bit different. So this is like the first time she's done like a triple threat. The first time there's been like weapons involved, and like she she sort of dealt with all that. And, and they do and I feel like they're doing a really good job of like giving her like a wrestling education as they book her in these matches. Yeah. So um, this was by far. Uh, Jay's biggest match commentary even say it like yeah. and uh, she done well in it to be honest I, yeah I have nothing bad to say bar holding a chair funny that's about it that's all I've got for you on the negatives <laughs> so after this the thing, thing well, on, say, the, the thing with Jade is though like you can see like her inexperience with like little things like her footwork and stuff like that as you yeah. say, like when she was literally holding, holding a chair is the only bad thing I've got. For yeah, you. but you you can. The nice thing is you can see as well every week she's getting better, and she is like kind of a fish to water with her, isn't she? So yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, like, it's cool. like every time they give her like an extra, an extra little bit to do, she just does it fine, and it's yeah. like they're, they're being really clever. They're not pushing it too hard, too fast. They're just, they're just expanding her like sort of vocabulary, like a little bit at a time, and mm. it's, 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 it's working really well for her. Uh, so after the match, then we have a little Malachi Black promo backstage. He sort of walks down spooky stairs, which very spooky into that. Um, he basically, say, I love this. He basically says to Cody, like, "Yeah, you're still, you're still not going to do what's necessary." And then he basically said. Um, Hit, the black mist he hit him with came from his heart. He said he hoped what it does is sits inside of him, festers and creeps into every like facet of his personality and, and blackens his soul and all this. And then he said, basically says, um, yeah, I'm done with you guys now. I've, uh, I've, I've basically beat you all up and I'm going to go and fight someone else. So, uh, so yeah, see you later. There's other, there's other sinners Malachi. back here that I need, that need to atone. So what are you going to do? Malachi successfully escaped the Codyverse. Yeah, it's like I ain't got time for this no more. I got, I can't, like you, you, ain't like getting, you ain't getting a win back, Cody. Like the most pretentious escape room ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is great. So again, seeing who who Malachi moves on to next, which is yeah, going to be fun. Be awesome. My issue is if they stick with this, Cody might just get his win back. Well, he, he's lost twice, now, mate. So it's fine. I know, but Cody. he has to get that one win <laughs> at the end because oh, these losses create control, mate. He can't. Uh, you, can't get, you can't get that win back. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see before I fucking believe it. I'd accept it if, like, if they have like a if Cody turns heel and like Malachi like almost lets him win to like you know like the Emperor you know the Emperor in Star Wars was like yeah you've got to strike me down to like you'll become more powerful than you you can ever know. Yeah, strike me down and turn fully to the dark side, and it's like. Cody just turns in a spooky well, boy. No, they'll basically do what they'll basically do. Bravey Cena, except they'll do it properly. Cody, Cody puts it. Cody puts his boot back on and then hits him with a chair repeatedly. Yeah, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do they'll do Bravey Cena, except they'll do they'll do the ending properly. Yeah. What was it? Kane used to get John Cena to do in that rivalry. Will it be... Embrace the hate. Embrace the hate. That was Ru- it. <laughs> Ru- ruin Mac Cardona's life. <laughs> Just throw him off. He's in a wheelchair. We just push him off the stage to find a way about it. Yeah. Um, Take his ankles. Steal his misses. Kiss his misses. <laughs> Show zero remorse for it because John Cena is an actual cyborg. <laughs> Fine, don't worry about it. Right, so then we move on to the main event. So we have Mark Henry again doing the... Um, I love this. So Mark Henry's doing the interview. Orange um, Cassidy just like doesn't understand the match. He's like, wait, what is it? What's this? He's like, this is this is heavy hair. Oh yeah, the, sorry, I. And then yeah, and Mark Henry's like, mate, it's a heavy hair match, and he's like, oh well, bad, pretty best win then, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I've got a try. The <laughs> <laughs> like, I just won't lose. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, before you get into the match, Tan says on commentary, Bruce Rainsburg has a pair of scissors and clippers. That's funny. Because he's got no hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they did talk. Um, was it Punk who said that it wasn't fair because um, Jack Evans has got more hair than Orange Cassidy, so he's got more. He's more at risk. I mean, I'm not sure that's how it works, but sure. I mean, Orange <laughs> literally had like both sides. He's got like cut with like it's got like the peaky blind. He's got it's got, like both the sides of his head are shaved, and like he's just got like the comb over on top. I mean, I'm sure AEW noticed the drop in merch. If orange hair goes missing, yeah, as opposed oh. to Jack Evans, does Jack Evans even have merch? There's probably some TH2 stuff on the on the shop somewhere. He was wearing it. He was wearing a TH2 T-shirt. 
you're googling it now, aren't you? Googling. So one thing I did like yeah. as as, um, as Jack Evans came out, they noticed that they noted on his thing that he was two <coughs> two and one heavy hair matches against in his career from his time in Mexico, which was quite nice. Okay. Uh, and yeah, fun match. Um, didn't particularly go too long, and it had a good bit of fuckery at the end, but. Um, I thought these two guys worked really well. I mean, they've wrestled before. They work well together, don't they? You know what you're getting. Yeah. So, search Jack Evans on the ewshop.com, right? Search his name. Product search results for Jack Evans. EW Double or Nothing, May 25th, 2019 DVD to this set. That's it. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, they've got much to lose if Jack Evans goes bald, I think so. No. Is what you're saying there. Um, there you go. So yeah, so I mean some nice some nice stuff. Mevin's this match, he hits a northern lights, which is nice. They can Chinook driver, um, a standing sky twister, which is pretty cool. And then he goes up top and tries it off the top rope, misses. Uh Orange Cassidy hits a couple of DDTs. Uh then the Hardy uh family office come out and they sort of like look like they're to storm the ring, but then out of like the crowd, like the best friends come out and then the dark order. Can we talk about, about some outfit choices here? Oh, we have yeah. to talk. We have to talk about this. Yeah, first off, the butcher's outfit was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He looked, he looked like the hardest dad at Disney World. Um, he looked like, he if, like you could, if, cut, if, if you cut in front of his kids in the queue, he's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, he had like a cut off Mickey Mouse shirt and a beanie on, <laughs> and je- it tucked into like black jeans. Um, and then Chuck and Yuta came up dressed as actual barbers. Yeah, which was just fantastic. Which is incredible. Um, so yeah, as this is all happening, um, while they're like sort of squaring up on the outside, Orange Chastity hits the Orange Punch on Jack Evans, picks up the win. Uh, after that, and Helico obviously wanting to try and save his tag team partner, runs out, runs down by, by himself basically. Um, Evil Uno nails him, steals his hat. Good oh, stuff. Yeah. That and then. Um, the rest of Hardy's family are like sort of motioning to go down, and Hardy's like, "No, it's not worth it. We've got to, we've got to go back. We've got to retreat." And he just shouts like, "Sorry, Jack!" And they just take us fuck off. Yeah, they their sacrifices are made. Jack Evans isn't pulling in the merch money. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Let's get it out of here. So then, no um, Dark Order and um, best hey. friends come into the ring. They, they get a chair, like a nice little barber's chair. They said it well, like just a regular chair set in the ring. Um, Chris Statlander's got like a little towel swan, which apparently she made. Um, she looked at YouTube videos and spent like all day learning how to make. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so she presents that to Bryce. Um, and then as uh, Orange Cassidy cuts off, he gets a pair of scissors, he cuts off Jack's ponytail. Huge crowd pop. Um, then Chuck Taylor pulls out the, the, the shears, starts buzzing him up. He looks basically into the potential of the butchery. He basically cuts the top of his all the hair off the top of his head and leaves all the sides. Yeah. Uh, as he's doing this, Orange Cassidy's got a broom out and he's sweeping the ring with all like the, the, the cuttings. Which with is one great. hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, negative one pops in. They put Chuck Taylor puts like a fake mustache on. Negative one puts a fake mustache on. It's great. And then um, yeah, everyone gives the people what they want. Yeah, everyone hugs a negative one. Yeah, the, cool. ca- the camera should have zoomed. I've done it. Yeah, there was, there was no crash zoom. That was doing yeah. negative. Uh, but then it ends with um, negative one and Nolan on 10 and Orange Cassidy's shoulders. Yeah, um, negative one puts the shades on. And yeah, everyone has a good night. Everyone has a lovely time as it goes up. Yeah, 
Orange Cassidy trusting an eleven year old with Ray Bands. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean the amount of pairs he's had broken, like while working at FRAW. I'm sure he's got a I'm sure he buys him a book at this point from Costco or something. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Sponsored by them, surely. You yep. think so. Uh right, so that's gonna do it for the show. Um any highs and lows, gentlemen? Uh, I think my high has to be the triple threat, to be honest, because it was the match I was most looking forward to. So, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, to have a look, uh, I, I genuinely don't think I can, for once, I don't think I can give a low on anything. There we are. Okay. Uh, Jay? Um, yeah, don't have a low. And my high was Danielson versus Nick Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so again, bad. no low from me. And again, I'm going to go with the, the opener match, man. It was, I mean, the, the, all the matches on this were, were good in their own way, in their own way. Like they all offered something, <clears> but like the opener match was pay per view quality, like next level. Yeah. Right. So before we wrap up, we're going to go through a couple of quick questions, um, and then we will call it a day. So Troy on the Discord. Troy, do we know Troy? Anyone know Troy? Nah, somewhere for um, a bit. So Troy said, early days, as he's just won it, but who do you eventually see taking the TNT title off Sammy? Absolutely Ricky Starks. Um, nah, I, I reckon it's going to be Adam Cole. Uh... <laughs> do you have anyone, Tasty? So the only one I think, because of the history, would be maybe MJF. I don't know if they'd want to put the, the sort of secondary title, air quotes, secondary title on him before they pushed him up to the main event scene. But if if he's not the guy to beat Hangman, or if he's not going to fight Hangman in the short term, I think he'd make a good... It'd be something good for him to do to sort of spin his wheels a bit while they got him ready to be a main event guy. That's a shame. Um, well, the first name that's came out of my head, it's, I don't think it will be, but uh, again, Jungle Boy. I've got Jungle Boy in my brain for little, some little reason. Fa- little face v face. I mean, they, they, they did Cody to Derby, didn't they? So anyway, yeah. Cool. Um, now, other question. Tori's second part. Well, he's got three questions, actually. Um, Miro, where does Miro go now? So this is the question Aaron was asking before. I'd, I'd say start going for the world title. Build, yeah, your, I think build you your way up. Can, you can absolutely push him into the main event scene. And I think you could absolutely have him fight Kenny if the plan is to, to sort of spin Hangman wheels a little bit longer. Yeah. Nah, Hangman's coming back this week. Um, or even you, just you've said that for like the last like four yeah. weeks. <laughs> Hangman, Hangman's gonna be the Joker in that ladder match. Right, who is sorry, well, well no one asked this really. Yeah. Who is the Joker? It's and why Hangman? is it Hangman? Got it's gotta be Hangman because it's it just makes the most sense. That being said, Buddy Matthews has been teasing it like fucking crazy. Buddy Matthews has been teasing it. Always too much, though. It's almost like, you know, he's almost protesting too much. The fact that he deleted the tweet as well. Yeah. Is interesting. Uh, I can't even think of a name that. Fuck it, Nick Gage. Fuck it, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, And the last question we have, again from Troy. with the second part of the W, he has to WWE in, doesn't he? But the second part of the WWE draft happening tonight on Raw, who would you trade? Who would you trade? Who would you draft from WWE to NXT slash NXT to AW and vice versa? Who would you draft from AW to WWE? 
Um, I don't AEW think we draft anyone WWE. from WWE to AEW because they all seem to just be going there anyway. Um, <laughs> just give it time. <laughs> just wait you know, till I, the I, I, I mean, I'd say Kevin um, Owens, but it seems like a wasted pick at this point. <laughs> it, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I would say Kevin Owens, but again, it's if you could get anyone, me. if I could get anyone, and I'd do the sense, but I think I'd take the whole new day. Yeah, it's a shells. The ones I think, deck. the ones I think you couldn't get naturally. The ones that if I could just reach and pick someone now, I would, but I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be as stupid as whoever fucking kayfabe organized the draft. Be like, oh no, I'll just take Kofi and Woods. No fuck, I want all three of them. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I'd say take New Day. Potentially take the Bloodline because then we got the Usos versus the Young Bucks, which is also slap. Um. Um. Aaron. Joe Gacy. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, Anyone you turn the other way? Or would you? AEW to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan Lambert, you can go to. Um, Cody and Brandy. To I mean, I'd, 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 say, I'd say for the interest of keeping it interesting, maybe not an XWE guy, maybe someone, you know. Yeah, um, I reckon like a. Uh... MJF would be interesting to see in WWE. I was going to go more like practical. I'd probably go for like a Dante Martin in NXT. Top light ever. I think the I think the easy one here is probably Brian Cage. Yeah. So you can go and you can go and slap main roster. Yeah. You can go and slap me with Biggie. Yeah. But would he would he pass a piss test? Does he does he have a Superman tattoo on his shoulder? No. I uh, you can't get it, man. You can just no, you, you, can, you, can, you can take his piss test. That's disgusting. Anyway, it'll be fine. Yeah. Is a piss test invalidated if it melts the cup? Well, if there's no piss to test, then you know you can't fail, yeah. can you? Um, but no, I guess I mean I guess I just want Biggie's title reign to just be like a stacked legion of horses that he has to just slap the fuck out of for like oh, yeah. forever by that logic part of house hobs as well yeah Lanzar I know Lanzar is XW technically I suppose um, but fuck it we'll just bring Big E over to have a horse fight with everyone and, and I'll be alright yeah that'd be okay, nice I don't, I don't get where it happens doing a fucking car park in like Denver if you need to <laughs> I don't care just make it up right um, I think that's all our questions I, that's going to wrap us up for the um, oh hold on there, there is another thing. No, no, I'm wrong. Never mind. No worries. Right, yeah. So that's going to do it for us. Um, we will be back next Monday, maybe. Presumably, maybe these Mondays are just when it happens. Now I don't know. We'll see. Um, assume Monday, but arrives earlier. Arrives earlier. That'd be wonderful, won't it? Um, so yeah. So thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, hope you enjoyed your AEW this week, and we will see you all very, very soon. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Why is CM Punk never bummed when a campfire goes out? One more match. Oh, God. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. 
They also do an array of t-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities. <laughs>